Harry Butthole Podcast is produced in partnership with Joy Sauce. Harry Butthole. Welcome to the Harry Butthole Podcast. This is a podcast based on the Korean saying, if you laugh while crying, hair grows out of your butthole. I'm your host, Youngbee Mayer. Each episode, I have a guest on to share a sad story, and then we try to laugh about it and make hair grow out of our butthole. This week, I have a very, very extraordinarily friendly guest. I feel like I have to say that because every week I'm like, this is my friend, but this is a extra level next level friend (laughs) (laughs) who i hang out with once every two and a half years that's right (laughs) you might know him as the co-host of the asian not asian podcast everyone give it up for the brilliant comedian mike win hey brilliant comedian thanks friend also that's really nice you are a brilliant comedian i have to say you are one of the people that um astonishingly got better during covid (laughs) (laughs) how i don't know how it happened you're just sitting in your apartment like uh, before covid you were great you were funny and then after covid i went to a show and i saw you and i was like how do you how do you get so good (laughs) i risked my life uh all the time during covid and go i would go out and do shows and on rooftops you're not supposed to do that mike i know oh my god i did rooftop shows i did shows at problematic spaces that didn't care about the quarantine about quarantining and mm. I got better at at, uh, at comedy. And uh, my immune system got better because of COVID. <laughs> wow. You know. know, two years, two, th- two, three years ago, you would have said that and you would have been canceled forever. <laughs> but luckily for you, today the world is in shambles. Yes. In a biblical, I would call it a biblical war. Yes. And no one's going to give a fuck that you were Nobody problematic cares. during COVID. No, the the angel of uh, death will come and the trumpets will sound and the gates will be, will be unsealed. And you, you guys will you That's guys what's will happening see. now. You guys will see. When, yeah. the eight, when the eight-headed beast is eating your, your yeah. legs, you don't give a fuck <laughs> that Mike Wynn used to... <laughs> Uh, go around during lockdown yeah. to do little comedy shows on rooftops yeah when when you're being tossed into the lake of fire to burn no. off your sins yeah uh and to, uh, and burning along with the fornicators and adulterers you're not gonna yeah. give a fuck about who tweeted who who did what on x you know so no no when when the when you look over the horizon and you see uh 19 legged uh <laughs> angel horsemen with uh with fire eyes. breathing out of yeah. their buttholes or whatever <laughs> <laughs> with harp harpsichords you're like you know what I, it's okay that mike didn't rigidly follow the rules of uh look covid19 lockdown we you, forgive y- him yummy you've read scripture it seems like you've read scripture so i grew up really christian oh really okay did okay. you know that I, yeah i don't think i did actually that's cool well i'm korean so oh, that's right yeah and but koreans have like the i know everybody talks about how koreans are christian yeah. But Koreans, I love their interpretation of uh, Christianity because it's just like, men, men are talking, women, shut up. That's what <laughs> Jesus said. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. It's that and like just uh, getting into um, those big vans that say Korean Baptist Church on the side and like going yeah. and doing community service. That's like 90% Get, of being. Put kept. your children in the van. Put your yeah. children in the no, van. There's no seatbelts. Like you know. People are always talking about how, like, why is Korea, like, one of the countries where, like, the Christian missionaries really fucking yeah. took off and they yeah. loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, like, I'm like, I think the the Christian missionaries came and they were, like, <clears throat> reading the Bible. And it says, uh, uh, God said if uh, a man cheats on his wife, it's totally cool. But if a woman cheats on uh, her husband, we have to throw rocks at her until she dies. And the Koreans were like, fuck Yeah. <laughs> fuck yes exactly <laughs> they, they, were, they were just like wait we almost already do that wait we're, we're already wait, there that's what we do we do that we do now. that already oh my god we love that that's sick jesus is korean <laughs> jesus is a k-rage filled he jesus, had a lot of guy you know friends jesus, you know like 12 toxic 12, guy friends oh my god <laughs> wait jesus is totally korean dude, he's korean H- as fuck ha- dude hung out with 12 other straight bros that lifted straight bros. they're like what's up bro, bro. what do you want me to bro where are we going to dinner 
bro, bro, dude, dude, we, dude, we, dude, we can't not have dinner, dude. Okay, I know this really dope spot where we could have like a dope summer, it's like a dope supper. It's upstairs. Yo, yo, it's like a private it's room, bro. Dope. It's shinja dope. <laughs> a private room. Okay, Jesus is Korean. Here's the theory: He hung out with twelve fucking straight dudes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Homophobic, slight uh, slash. <laughs> secretly gay um and that (laughs) full of rage all the time full of rage you know punching drywall drywall yeah punching drywall would uh would deny him three times before the crow before the crow uh before the the cock crows you know just like yeah yeah that's drove a kia sorrento um (laughs) what else did he do he made the whore uh he washed what, what did right, he do he with the, the prostitutes he washed feet? The, 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 that the, sounds the korean to me i don't know <laughs> he has the, he's the korean day spa going he's the korean day spa going Dude, he's like special then, discount for horse yeah also i feel like the way that jesus talks is that like weird gaslighting manipulation way that korean dudes talk they're like what if you like what well, Chincha, like, okay, like, you're judging me, but, like, uh, who among us have not sinned, huh? Chincha, bro, who dude, among dude, us? Dude, who am- right? dude, which one of us hasn't sinned, for reals? Dude, Paul, you? Dude, no. I was there, dude. dude. I was there. You threw him up in, the, in my backseat uh, yesterday. <laughs> in my Kia, it's dude. Like, you want to throw rocks? Dude. Uh, how about the first person that's ever sinned throw a rock then? Was a he was a total mama's boy, complete mama's total boy. Mama's boy, right? Dad was always what else at work. About Jesus is Korean. Dad's always at work. <laughs> dad was away. Dude, my dad is super powerful. He's just like never around. That's all. He's like super powerful. <laughs> oh my god! No, my dad owns my dad owns Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> That's why you never see him. Dad's so you in never jail. See him, dude, he has to wake up tax evasion. Yeah, he's in tax. He's in jail for tax evasion. But he's very yeah. rich. Um, right. That's also, why. Yeah. That's why the Romans sandals were when it's all the time. Maybe <laughs> even when it's not appropriate. Not appropriate. Wearing sandals in January. Or just going out, doing a, a run to Safeway, and wearing sandals with basketball oh, shorts. Oh my god. Uh, also, also, you know, his disciples are Korean because Judas fucking betrayed his ass. That's a fucking Korean best friend. That's if I've Korean ever heard best one, friend bitch. gives you up for thirty pieces of silver, dude. Yup. Fucked up. You know? No wonder the. You know, this is why After the I Koreans hooked you up at the club with all that free wine, dude. It's fucked up, dude. Dude. <laughs> Korean is. <sighs> we, we cracked the case, guys. <laughs> he also feels like he, the need to feed everybody. Like when he did the fishes thing, like <laughs> nobody asked you to provide food for 3,000 PayPal. Is it those? Is why it do the you fish? feel the need to make 3,000 kimbaps? Is it like the fish that like they serve at BCD Tofu, you know, where it's like that little fried <laughs> fish? You know, that's like, you, you know, it's like, that's dude, no, do worry, dude. Jesus served. Panchan for yeah. everyone, bro. <laughs> exactly. Everybody gets panchan. Dude. Oh my God, we have to so re. Good. Yeah, this is totally, totally, totally. We did what it. is a. No- yeah, we did it. We cracked the code. This is why Koreans love Christianity. Yeah. It's not because the rampant misogyny, it's the. Because Jesus was Korean. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's it's, like, dude, this uh, Korean guy, I, don't I know, know this how guy, dude. he ended up in Jerusalem. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the first Korean ever to show up. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny. His dad's too, his dad's too important to show up. <laughs> He's running the... like Samsung. My dad runs Samsung. Yeah, so my dad can't be at my soccer game because he's a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom's right That's here. That's so funny. My mom's here, dude. My mom's here. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the lots of lots of traumatic stuff happening in that area of the world. Absolutely. Uh, which we should definitely not touch on. Not at <laughs> Just all. <kidding>. Not at <laughs> all. Wait, can I ask you though? Like, I, like <clears throat> I'm semi joking, but like, as a comedian and somebody that's like you know does a podcast has obviously a social media presence. What has it been like for you during this time? Because I I know that news has been rough for obviously the last five solid years, but this feels a little different. So like, what what has that been like for you? I feel like uh, I mean I haven't made any content around it 
which I mean, honestly, even now that I just said it out loud, sounds incredibly <laughs> stupid. Uh, so yeah. I continue, will continue not doing that. I think the crazy thing is just more that like I'll log on and then like, like, you know, see different comedians or different people I know, like take take different stances. And like, I'm not even going to say what's a right stance or wrong stance, but they'll just take the stance and like, yeah. it'll just be a war zone. Mm-hmm. That's a bad word. But like, you know, like a crazy place in their <laughs> comments, in the comment section. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just like now it's just like I've never seen, you know, the comedy scene mm-hmm. like have mm-hmm. like inter, you know, intergenerational beef like this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we all know yeah. people on well, I guess you could say both sides, right? People saying mm-hmm. one thing or another. And mm-hmm. you just don't know what to do. It seems so fraught that you're just like, I can't I don't even know what to say. So that's like the, I would say the, it feels like, you know, in other things, no matter what was happening at the bottom of it all, we're all comedians and we're all like trying to make the world a little funnier. Yeah. But this is like, not that this is like, is like undone all the things we were trying to do. And I don't know what the pathway out of it is because everyone, the, you know, the, the feeling of it is just so intense. Like, I mean, this conflict has been going on. I guess more recent, like the recent version of this conflict has been going on for decades and decades. But like the way that the world is post pandemic, it seems more um, terminal than ever. You know what I'm saying? Where like, yeah, you know, it's not just like, Mm -hmm. I disagree with you. Like uh, all these groups were around where I went to college when I was, you know, 20 years ago and Mm -hmm. the stuff they were saying is stuff they're saying now and back then it was sort of like, okay, well, you're saying that and this other person saying this and it's getting heated and there's arguments, of course. But now it's mm-hmm. like, if you say these things, if you, if you get into these arguments, it's like, it's like, it's like one of us got to go, you know, it, 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 mm-hmm. it feels like, it feels like terminal. Like, like that's what I would say, mm-hmm. you know, like our terminal. relationship is going to end or, or, or I'm never going to talk to you again. And that's yeah. what is like the, the intense difference i would say with with the with this round is you know yeah i i also think it's like very interesting how yeah terminal i feel like that's a really good word and i'm really glad that you use that word um for me so i made a post and the jokes are very vague i think obviously my position my political position has been very open and i feel like as somebody that's like made content surrounding uh my me as a person yeah because it's a little different than me i'm not like a a comedian in a sense that like i just do stand-up jokes and sketches i like have like personal content and like a lot of people follow me for that and so i felt like you people that follow me already know who i am and like i I have to like touch on that a little bit, but even this conflict, I was just kind of like, I don't want to, um, this is the thing. I don't want to make the position that I have that those people that agree with me look bad because of my stupidity. Oh, right. right. Yeah. That, that's what I'm careful about. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? I I know what I believe and I'm going to believe it. And I'm not scared of people hating me for it. I'm scared that I'm going to make, uh, people that are doing good work look like <laughs> stupid because of yeah. my stupidity, yes. right? But um, but so I just so I I felt like comfortable posting this post where I had like a handful of jokes, which I felt like were vague enough to, you know, not say directly, yeah. but also just kind of like hint at because there are absurd parts to it, like everything in the world in, in the world, no matter how serious it is, there's always an absurdity. It, there's always a level absurd. of absurdity. Absolutely, yeah, and. And and uh, part I think it's human to want to laugh at the absurdity, at the same time that you're like processing how uh, hard and serious it is. Mm-hmm. So I I like made these like a few posts like that, and I posted it, and um I just wasn't paying attention. But then all these comments, um, started happening. And there was lots of engagement, and I just started reading them, and I was like, there's so much like 
shitty, hateful misinformation in the comments, I'm yes. going to delete this. Yes. I, oh. I can't have other people reading this on my yeah. page. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Yes. It's just kind of like, I don't know, like, it's just, uh, there isn't like a way forward for even people like us where we're trying to make the absurdity happen. You know, we're trying yeah. to like, you know. Or just bring light to it. Right, exactly. There's not really, a, it's just too fraught where it, there's just, uh, the emotions are too high or uh, it's too, you know, recent or it's too like, you know, the vicinity of it is is too close. You know, we're, we're, too, we're too close in proximity to it. So it's just but like, I, um, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, you if you wade into it even a little bit, it will like pull you right into it. You know, it's like a, it's like yeah. quicksand. It's just I keep gonna, like, catching myself. Yeah. Making these long-winded posts where I'm like, this, 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 this. And I'm like, this is not, this is not good for me. Like, yeah. it's not my job. No. Um, but um, that having been said, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, and this is what thing. we need to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen up. We solved it. Oh, I, I feel like um, you and I, you're Vietnamese, I'm Korean, your wife yep. is Korean, but yep. I just want to touch on the fact that you and I are both from cultures that have gone through uh, trauma and it's not a, it's, I'm not quantifying anyone's as worse because that's a fucking bullshit move. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to be like, sure. this was worse or that was worse and how dare you think that was worse right. or this was worse. You know, worse. you just want to, yeah, you're touching on like that yeah. where the, the conversation are, is about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, see, yeah, we're both from cultures that have been fucking genocided and gone through a lot of bullshit. And it's like, I just want to just say, the only thing I want to say about that um, is that uh, it it's it feels uh, painful on a deep level because yeah. it's kind of like stirring up that kind of shit from, for us too. Well, you know? just like, I mean, my mom said this once and like I couldn't believe she even said it. But it's yeah. so true when I think about it is that uh, the thing with... Uh, like what like asian lives <laughs> i mean there's a lot people's no lives, one cares about them i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no like like yeah. people of color but like you know asian lives uh are are considered uh, expendable you know where it's yep. cheap it's very it's cheap yep. and even yep. my mom said you know she, she sort of internalized this because she her reaction to war is like life is is, is fragile and fickle and life is cheap mm. and she saw people die for no reason at all no reason just nothing you know just uh d you know she tells me all the time stories of just like uh, there was a stray bullet in a battlefield yeah. and the bus driver was too close and he died you know and there was no reason for him to die and uh you know the it it is um there's a sort of like sense i think sometimes that like asian lives yeah. are uh well it's okay you know the it's an abstraction. It's like a million of them died. Well, you know, it's a million. Yeah. It's a million Asian people. Who cares? You know, a million, million Koreans. It's fine. You know, like a yeah. hundred thousand, yep. a million Vietnamese people. Like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just a number and like we're sort of faceless in those things. Um, yeah. Which is like, I mean, the whole thing, like we, you know, the, the what we try to do, you and I, in a very bad way, because <laughs> we're comedians, we try to make that become... A human story so it's like this happened to yeah. me this happened to my family this is the way to think about it in a different way rather than just like a fucking history book that just kind of says yeah. a million of them died and they all died in a ditch you know it happens um that's like yeah. you know what what i think you're sensing is like you know nobody really yeah. cares because there's no face to those deaths you know until you like mm -hmm. talk to somebody who went through it and you're just like you can't believe it i mean i was reading this <clears throat> God, this is getting a bummer. But like, I was reading this. You know, there was a massacre that happened in Vietnam. Mm, yeah. uh, horrible. I can't even say what what it was. But there's like photos of it, and uh, it's just mm -hmm. like you just you just can't believe it. And um, you know, there was some acts of I don't know what you would call heroism. Like there are some acts of like mm -hmm. uh, people trying to do the right thing, but much more acts of depravity, which yeah. went unpunished. And the people, you don't know who they are. They're dead now. They killed them. They're in a ditch. And you just think about that. And they're faceless. They don't have voices. They're, they, everything was taken from them. And yeah. uh, you and I get to do this podcast. And our job is to like try to make those ghosts come and talk to us. So 
you know yeah. that's uh that's i think what you're feeling because i feel that too yeah that's exactly what i was trying to communicate to you and i think it's like i think um it's a weird feeling because this this event is so far removed from us as people but we're i don't know about you but it's like bringing up all this like feelings and it's like i guess it's like somewhere you know deep down inside you're just like dude this is like literally what happened to us and it's like it's like just happening right now you know yeah and you know i was like i know i was joking about jesus being korean even though <laughs> yes. he was jesus was 100 <laughs> yeah, percent korean sure. you can't sure. deny shouts, the facts shouts to, to jesus my boy <laughs> he had k rage remember when he destroyed that market in this in the temple <laughs> you guys remember? are gambling up in my dad's house how dare you dude you know who my dad, dad is i'm gonna you fuck know who you my up fucking dad is? he's gonna fuck he's gonna i'm gonna fuck, don't do this in my house dude he knocked over the car table yeah, the car bitch. yeah and the, the, the that money sounds like my korean boyfriend and, from when i was a teenager like, bro get out of here bro you he's know like, just my <sighs> spire <laughs> jesus was, my god yeah i just let's just keep talking about jesus being jesus Korean. but um would have definitely worn a gold jesus himself <laughs> <laughs> just like just like yo yo check out this piece it's me on myself on this cross no, that i'm gonna die on giant it's, it's fucking gold diamond cross and people are like <laughs> What is what that? The Why are you is wearing that, that around? That? We don't know what well, that is. We don't is. know what that is yet. He's like, and dude, he's like, dude, no. Oh, right. You don't even uh, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got I got this from Jacob uh, the jeweler, dude. He's got a back tattoo of himself. <laughs> That's sick, dude. <laughs> no, but um oh, sorry, I'm just like very chaotically crying and then laughing, but like uh I I think the the reason why this is so so hard and and you know I, i've seen it like now you know touching all these people that are from indigenous cultures or cultures that were colonized before it's like yeah like you know even like uh indigenous american people they're like we don't know what it looked like when our people got fucking genocided yeah, when yeah, the fucking yeah. white americans yeah. took yeah. over yeah but this is what it looked like and we it's like in our bones like and watching a video of some guy that looks like my uncle running in like what lo appears to be adidas sandals getting shot in the back of the head is like yeah. fucked up yeah. it's like that's like what happened you know and it's like now i have to watch it and it's like i think for people it's just like watching a video of the shit that we already know about right our people it's so fucked up and then it's like all fucked up because i like feel for the jews like all my life i was like fucking jewish people are like down you know like because right. like that's i was like Jew, you know like Obviously, there's so much humor about Asian people relating to Jewish people because it's like white people hate us and we make more money than them. Right, 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 but right, like, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. But and then it's like, and I know that you know all of my Jewish friends. I have like Israeli friends, and they're all like, "Fuck, fuck the Israeli government." We always thought they were fucking weird, and it's like, and then they're getting shit on by fucking Elon Musk. You oh, know, it's like <laughs> this is such a shit show. I feel bad for everybody. It's like I feel I relate to all sides of this except Elon Musk. <laughs> you know yeah so fucked up it is <clears throat> um anyway how is baby life i know we're uh, in case you're wondering why i'm so loose we're recording at 9 p.m because we have to wait for mike's baby to go do you, down do you not and normally I, record I started this drinking time? wine oh you did okay <laughs> what time i drank some wine what time you usually record um well during the day Whoa. like you know when the official people have time <laughs> no i got uh yeah i had um how's had baby life down. it's it's awesome i'm i love being a dad i was just thinking i should have been a teen dad because it's like it was so oh, good you would have been a great teen dad <laughs> i think i've been I a really good say. teen dad you know it was really it's been amazing yeah um you know it's uh it's a lot it's super duper expensive uh that's the biggest thing Oh yeah, it's so expensive. Wait, what do you mean? Because your your son's only twenty months old. He's only twenty months old, but we have a nanny. It's not expensive yet. Oh yeah, yeah. We have oh, a nanny. of course. We have childcare. Of course, childcare. I forgot. I totally yeah, I mean forgot. all the yeah. other stuff isn't like that crazy, like diapers and you know clothes yeah. and stuff like that. Is like it's fine. That's like normal expensive, but the childcare is really expensive. 
Um, yeah, I'm sure it'll kick off even more. But um, oh god, yeah. Oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, so that's um, my dogs here. Hey dog. So it's uh, but it's it's been awesome. He's like to the age now where he's um he's about 20 months old. Mm-hmm. So he's about <clears throat> so he's doing stuff like he knows how to lie to me. <laughs> he, like, what was he lying about? He it's not even lie. He just sort of like ignores like my directives because he there was a mm-hmm. short period where he could mm-hmm. understand enough of my lang- of my words and then would obey me. So I'm like, hey, let's put that down, to- that toy down, and let's go put your jammies on. And he would put it down. It would <laughs> go into his room to help. You know, we get him ready for bed. But now yeah. he has under he has now uncovered the concept of disobedience and so he understands the words and it goes Mm. i'm not gonna do that and he does does something else so he like runs away you know and i have to chase him like uh you know like it's i'm chasing indiana jones through the market and he's throwing (laughs) stuff in my way to slow me down (laughs) it's a lot of fun um yeah and uh yeah it's 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 cool it's amazing you know so i'm just trying to enjoy it while i can he still holds my hand well mino's nine years old and he still holds my hand but i, really? I feel like at yeah at this age i'm like clock is ticking it's not gonna yeah. last long like right. I, I definitely feel that now he, he so right now he still likes you yeah okay even though he like makes jokes about you know i don't know me being cringe or whatever he still like likes me i do feel and, that um, i mean i think there will be a period i, I don't know maybe this i may be completely wrong but I, I feel you're the kind of parent i who's like the the kid is going to have a phase where yes he's going to want to distance himself from you but you're he's still going to be like that's a that's a cool ass mom i really don't want to hang out with mom maybe not hang out but like you know you're like a cool person you know but here's the thing, though. I thank you for saying that. My theory is it isn't that like if, because you know, like I feel like people like say it like, oh, teenagers become cool, and then their parents become like old and cringy, yeah, right? But I don't think that's that's what it is. I think the distance as a teenager comes from like maybe like authoritarian figure, you know, like that uh, kind of dynamic. Yes. And and so I do I do agree with you. I think we're always going to have like an open communication dynamic where yes. we're going to have a, always a relationship even when he's in a in the teenage phase, but I don't think it's cuz I'm quote unquote cool or not. It's cuz like I, I have open communication yes. with him okay. and I am I listen when he says stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you're not going to be yeah. like I it's this is the way it's going to be and you can't do yep. this. It's going to be I go to your room. Blah, blah blah yeah exactly no, okay that makes sense that makes a lot of sense because even now we have conversations like even i'm like i want yeah. you to do this and he's like no and i'm like do you know why i wanted you to do this and blah, blah. we'll talk about it you know what i mean it's That's not so like good it's not like i am the i am the boss and you go right, to your you have room to do now this. It's, don't you know yeah yeah i'm yeah. trying to like I, I need to like hang out and observe this because i'm i'm i i don't I'm always afraid of like, I mean, I think I had a good mom, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know because I want to have that too, where I want him to understand I'm not just saying this because, (laughs) you know, I'm saying this because I think this will make our lives better and easier or whatever. And these are, these are my reasons. And I want you to understand those so that you can have that understanding, you know, I don't know. Like, that's the thing that kind of makes me makes me worried is like you know i I don't want him to necessarily have to have good grades and expectations and all this stuff it's already bad enough being an asian boy uh in Mm. in in new york city but it's like Mm -hmm. i do want him to have good thinking skills i want him to be able to communicate i want him to like you know be a tough kid that i think that's the like a thing because i was not a tough kid you know, what do you him, mean tough? What does tough mean to tough, you? Tough like I know who I am. I know what my values are and I, this is what I stand for. You know, mm, I want him to know those yeah. things. Because I feel when I was a kid, I wasn't tough because I was always, and even now, I was always trying to impress other people. I think that right. was, that's like my my thing. I was always trying to like, hey, look at me. I know how to do this. Or 
um, look, I'm smart. I can do that. Or like, these are what you, this is what you want, right? So I want that because you want that, you know? Mm. And, and I, you know, I, I don't want him to have to do that. I want him to be like, this is who I am. And I don't want to be, I don't want him to be a dick, but I, you know, I want him, I would rather him be a dick, yeah. but know what he wants and it voices it than not. That's like the big I have thing. the most unfortunate thing to tell you about parenting that okay. I realized. Yes. Not from me parenting, but my, from my parents. Because I think a lot of my parents said stuff to me with the fear of uh, trying to make me not like them. Like the things mm. that they hated about themselves, they would say yes. Yes, to yes, me yes. Yes. to make sure I didn't do what they hated in themselves. And uh, when I grew up and became an adult, I saw myself repeating the patterns that they did. Yeah. And I was like, why am I doing that? Because my parents literally said, Not don't do, do that. that. Right. And it's because I think children learn from actions, not yes, words. Yes, 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 absolutely. <sighs> yeah. And so absolutely. they were telling me, don't do that. You don't have to do that. You have the freedom. Like, yeah. you, like a, a specific example is like my mom being like, you don't have to be a woman that uh, cooks and cleans for a husband. You can do whatever you want. and Because she, she didn't want me to live that life that she lived. And, but then every day I came home but and saw her saw cooking her, and cleaning yeah. for my dad. Yes, 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 yes. And so then I learned, I was like, oh, that's what I have to do as a woman. And it took me a very long time to break that habit. Damn, dude. You know? Dude, I mean. Fu- it's, it's not crazy. That's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. And actually, it's even harder because now you have to work on yeah. yourself. <laughs> that's but that's i thought i could just train my son like batman and just like raise him to be like here's the you know here's how to fight ninjas no i have to fight the ninjas and then he'll learn learn to fight ninjas after he sees me fighting ninjas. yeah from watching me and that and that's like uh it's like a like a epiphany right like what you were saying you were saying i don't want my son to do these things that i do that i don't like in myself yeah the only way to teach him not to do that is for you to work on that in yourself and not do that in front of him and do what you want him to do in front of him. Oh, That's shit. the only way you, you can't tell him God damn. and then turn around and do those. Isn't that fucked up? That's I know, fucked right? up. Did you write that in your book? Fucked Cause up. that's really good. I know I should. I'm That's thinking amazing. about writing a parenting book. You should write a parenting book, dude. The that would be fucking drunk, fire. slutty, single mom's parenting yes. book. Yes, exactly. You know, a whole chapter and like doing <laughs> cocaine in the bathroom and shit like that and then coming home and making oatmeal for your son. Perfect. You know what? After you've spent all night doing cocaine and you're at the nightclub, you go to pick him up at his dad's at 9 a.m. and you are you are full of energy, my friend. You could. What do you want? You have pancakes? Yeah, meal, 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 meal. You want to go to the park? You want to go to the park? You want to go to the park? Let's go. It's gonna be fucking awesome at the park. So That's when I do my best parenting. Actually, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Okay. But no, the FBI is listening. Um, I do want to. No, yeah, I would read that book for sure. No, I did put that in my memoir. I, I did write uh, about the confusion I had as somebody in my early 20s, all throughout, because, you know, like, obviously, we're both older. Like, my entire 20s was me spent being like, why am I such a fucking loser? Because my parents mm. empowered me and told me yeah. to live this enlightened way. But I ended up living this shitty life that I mm. wasn't happy with. And yeah. I was, like, judging myself. Like, why am I like this? And then it, it took me a really long time to realize, even though my parents were saying one thing, they were showing me something else and I followed in their footsteps. Yes, yes. It took me like my entire 20s to realize that. It's fucked up. I mean, shit. I mean, I'm just realizing that now and I'm fucking 43 years old. I mean, I realized it just now on this podcast. So, shit, you were way ahead of me. That's amazing. No, I learned that because I had a kid. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> that, that's what I learned. Right. But... And you know what's the wor- okay? Can I just share because I want to ask about your story, but can oh, I just right. share one thing that's been so hard for me? Because this okay, is go. like similar to what you just shared. Um, I hate about myself that like when people are being mean to me. Oh, this is similar to what you said. Like, you know, like in New York, living in New York City, you you get in confrontations a lot where people are assholes to you. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And then my my response has always been like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then I go home and I'm like, I why did like I that. apologize? Because that person was being racist or mean. Right. Yes. And I was just like, I'm sorry. And then I acted like a, a loser. And then I go home. I would go home and feel like a loser about it. Um, 
and it, this has been very hard for me, but as your kid gets older, as Mino got older, I got into those like confrontations at playgrounds where um, other kids would do something fucked up to him or other adults because this is New York City and people yep. are fucking crazy. Yep. And in those moments, I mm-hmm. felt this burning mm-hmm. like, f- like oh, fear. Like I, I felt scared like um i have to do the right thing and um mm-hmm. it was scary but i forced myself to do the right thing and i think i got over it because i had to do it for mino instead of like before he was born i had to, i couldn't do it for myself because i oh, didn't yeah. respect myself yeah, enough for sure but now it's like it's, there have been adult like obviously it's like a crazy city there have been adults that have like been cruel and weird and racist to him when he was a tiny kid and in those moments if it was me i'd be like i'm sorry and go home but in those moments when it was him i'd be like i would have to step up and be like fuck you you stupid bitch (laughs) and then i i started doing that and it was and like I, i wish i could tell you that uh it felt great and i felt brave Mm -hmm. no it felt scary and shitty yeah yeah because it's not like in your nature at it yeah no absolutely i mean i think about that the exact same thing like just this week i was like running to the train and some person was just like rude to me just like just like excuse me you know you you know you're supposed to say excuse me you can't be you know running on stuff like that and another and then like literally like the next day you know i was walking down the stairs and some guy was just like hey you know fucking watch where you're going you fucking idiot and you know these people have like I, I didn't I didn't get into it, but I was like, yeah, I'm really I was just like, <laughs> I always think like, yo, you don't own the street, you know, you don't like I deserve to be here as much as you do, and it just like yeah. it makes me like irrationally angry because I'm like, I don't know, this is definitely like, Asians were made to feel like we have to move away, yeah, white people or whoever, <clears throat> yes. or whoever is just like I get I get very annoyed about it. I'm like, you know, like people say you know how long does it take to be a new yorker i've lived here for so fucking long and i still don't get respect you're still it asian does, it doesn't matter you're still vietnamese <laughs> just kidding <laughs> fuck just sorry i didn't fuck. know about that fuck i should have been yeah. working on being not a vietnamese yeah so i i get it yeah, and I'm then but here's the thing I, i've learned this about myself also yeah is that there is uh you know i'm not good at the yelling confrontation thing either and i think i've sort of accepted that with myself like you know i will do whatever it takes to get home that's all i just need to get home and that's okay and uh i haven't had to do anything to protect my son in that way yet and i i could see myself getting like really like flying off the handle with it not in a badass Mm. way like in a stupid way and um but i i see it's completely not in my nature to like get into someone's face or anything like that yeah but i have to say okay as an asian person this is like maybe as an asian person i've seen so many asian people in those situations where they do the asian thing and it makes me enraged i'm like you were right and you should have stood up for yourself and i in my mind i'm like if i do this in front of mino he's gonna grow up to be the asian person that's like moving out of the way of the fucking white people on the sidewalk i can't let that happen yes 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 and yes. um and I have to say after I gave birth to Mino something snapped at me where I can easily do that now and maybe oh, awesome. I do it too much now. And um but it's like it, it's not like I I take that back. I don't do it too much. I only do it when it's needed, <laughs> but it's needed? like it's like one of these things. It's like I need to I in this moment when someone's being unfair or rude to me, I have to stand up for myself cuz Mino has to see that that's like what what we should do as Asian people. We Yo. shouldn't just like turn the other cheek and get stepped on. And I'm not saying we have to go out and be retaliatory, but like we, if somebody, f- I'm, I'm like, you know, like a, a Buddhist at heart, you know, like <laughs> I want peace. I'm a martial <clears throat> artist at heart. Right. Yeah. At, yeah. At, at all costs, seek peace. Yeah. But if you can't do peace, you have to, you have to be like, fuck you. Yeah. On the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And I mean, and, and, yeah. and to your point, it's like we're some people who are you and me are the kind of people where we think we may have gone too far, but probably it was like the least you could no. do to like yeah, defend exactly. yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. this wasn't even yeah. anything. 
you know so and, i and hear also, you I, and also as stand-up comedians it makes for a really funny story i have to oh say oh my god it's the best like i told some yeah and um yeah it's it will happen to you mike and i look forward to like seeing a text from you one day being like i told somebody to fuck off because he was bothering my son Fuck! oh my god yeah. Yeah, you can oh do God, whatever I, you want with me. I'm like, whatever. Okay, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm sorry for being no, mean to me. He, my bad. No, my bad. No, no, my bad for no. coming over you here to this country. You can't let them think that about it. Because a lot of racist people see Asian people and then they think yeah. that they can yell Just at do us. Whatever. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, my thing is like this is when I snap when I see adults yelling at Mino, which happens a lot. What the fuck? I fucking. Well, cause just like on the side with they're like, get out of my way or whatever. Like these old crazy people, you know, in like fucking Manhattan. And I'm, yeah. and I will like be like chase them and I'll be like, fuck you. Don't fucking talk to my kid. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Fuck I'm yeah. Beat up Ooh. some old white person one day <laughs> be on the news. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to see you on, anyway. on the news. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is, I was just joking. I'm, I'm not going to actually beat up. I just scream at them. And I, and, but I I'll do say things it. like, I like, I do say things like, don't yell at someone's kid. You don't know. This is my child. You can talk to me. I've said that multiple yeah. times. Yeah, it feels yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. now that I got, uh, I took it to the deranged place. Like I always do. <laughs> what is your sad story, Mike? What is a sad story that you brought for the podcast? Well, it's interesting because we were talking about parents yeah and uh it's not a sad there's not a sad story i mean there are stories but it's like i guess i just wanted to uh on my own podcast we had uh delia kai and she's a writer i love her she's amazing she's the best and she and i were talking we talked about a bunch of stuff but one of the things we talked about just briefly was like my relationship with my my dad my father and um i never realized this but I don't really talk to about him very much. I talk about my mom. I have jokes about my mom. Um, mm. And so also, you know, my wife has also sort of brought this up. Oh, you never talk about your dad. And I always feel, I don't know what is there to talk about, but I was really trying to think about it more. And just mm-hmm. like the relationship that Asian sons have with their fathers. You know, we were just joking about Jesus being Korean but there is something too, like my dad wasn't around <laughs> or doing stuff. And like my mm. dad, it's, it's, I sort of think of it like this. My dad is, um, we're not very close, but he did nothing wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He did everything he was supposed to do in the sense of like mm. he was, uh, you know, he kind of like, you know, took care of our family. He, always brought he always had a job i was always working um he he was a postal carrier and now he's retired but he was a postal carrier and before that he was like a uh uh what was he he was he worked at 7-eleven as a manager which i I don't know why but as a kid i always thought that was really cool (laughs) i thought that was cool that because he was like in charge of people Mm -hmm. i don't know why um it's interesting i think because my mom and my dad or divorced and they had a very contentious relationship when i was growing up uh i didn't i don't know i don't know if your parents were like this but my mom and my dad would fight a lot and Mm -hmm. for the longest time i mean i'm talking until my 20s i thought everybody's parents were like that i thought everyone's parents went into like full-on screaming matches at each other like all the time (laughs) i was just like i mean my parents were like that so Yeah. yeah So I thought it was normal. I kind of think everyone's parents are like that. I, I don't mean, know. Is I, I don't, that not I, true? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it was like to the point where yeah. uh, my, me and my sisters, we would sort of, we would call it, there was a storm, you know, and we would just go mm. upstairs as far away from them yelling as possible. So they would yell, they would usually fight in the kitchen. And uh, we would go <sighs> upstairs and hide. the kitchen. Yeah. Huh? It's always in the kitchen. It's always in the it's kitchen. Always it's in always the kitchen. like as the rice is getting cold. And my sisters and I, we would go upstairs and we would like play games to like try to not hear it, like hear them yeah. yelling. And my mom was a very has a very high voice; you'd always hear it. The worst was when they would get in a, a fight <clears throat> in the car, because they would start like getting into mm. the thing they were talking about. It's always about money. It's all. It's always. It was like ninety nine percent about money. Um, and mm. my dad would say something, and then my mom would be like me annoyed, and my dad would say something, and then my mom would be more annoyed. And even as a kid, I'm talking about, I was like 12, 11, 10, 8. 
I would be like, Dad, just mm. leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it alone. And he wouldn't leave it alone. Mm. And, and then it would just become, and I would be like, how fast can we get home before they start yelling at each other? And the, Because yeah. that was the worst because you couldn't go anywhere when they were yelling at each other in the car. And you just yell yeah. at each other in the car. Getting this huge fight, these huge fights. <clears throat> and you're just stuck there. You're just a kid. You have nowhere to go. You can't escape. <laughs> you're just like listening to this happen. Like you're watching your family implode. Um, and I think that's where I became why I'm, you know, we were talking about like we're such nice people. I'm very like, I'm mm. a conflict avoidant person. And I think it's because hmm. I always was like, why can't people just get along? Like in my mind, I was just like, if my dad just shut up and my mom just be cool, was just cool mm. then we wouldn't mm -hmm. fight and then we could all be family again and i always thought about that and i think that to this day is why i don't like getting into arguments i don't like conflict i don't like yelling at people if people wrong me i try not to get upset you know i try not to yell at people mm -hmm. i mean of course i get into fights you know and it's something i've had to work through with you know my wife and i we have to work through that <coughs> but uh you know going back to my dad i think like he was there and, you know, mm -hmm. I try, I sometimes wonder what I'm, what behaviors I, I have of his and what <laughs> behaviors I've learned from him. He and I are very different. And I think I was like, I was, I, I always felt that I was just a big disappointment for him, you know, because he was very athletic, athletic. Mm -hmm. He was like a big sports guy. I was terrible at sports. He would take me to like soccer and i was not good at soccer i was not good at team sports um i just don't know why maybe i don't i didn't get along with white kids i don't know what it was <laughs> i was always really bad at i was always on the worst team and i think my dad was I, he never said anything about it <laughs> he always took me to practices but i think he was very excited about me being in sports and i was not good at sports mm. and um you know i'm not good at math hmm. he's really good at math <laughs> um what else is there i'm not uh um i'm not like i'm not into gambling <laughs> my dad is a big gambler <laughs> i think I mean, that's, in a lot of, that's a positive but. that's a good thing that's a good thing but yeah. i think yeah sometimes you know my dad would try to connect with me and i just didn't know how to connect with him there was always i feel like there's always been a moat between us you know like he did his thing mm -hmm. and i did my mm -hmm. thing and i was much more of like a you know mom's mama boy than anything else just like jesus and so you know i just like think it's hard to like capture the feelings I have because I just don't have that, that much interaction with him. And mm. now that I'm a father, I'm like, what can I teach my son uh, that I learned from my dad? And I'm not really sure. Mm. You know, it's my dad had a tragic life. You know, he, <coughs> he um, doesn't know when his birthday is. You know, he grew up super poor. Classic you know, Asian classic immigrant parent. Classic Asian immigrant. Doesn't know when <laughs> his birthday is. My mom also. Really? Do any Asian old people know when they were really? born? No. Because they were the 19th child of a poor farm yeah. family. Yeah. I don't They're even like, know what order my dad is in. I've never met his. I met one of his siblings. I met his wow. dad. My mom once. knows she's the youngest because she's the youngest. And she's yeah. the only girl. That's Really? So she knows she's the last one because my grandma was 45 when she's born but that's like literally the only reason but Holy also shit. her she's like they kind of like wrote her birthday in when they had to record it they they're not really sure if that's when she Holy was shit! Born. yeah same with my dad we kind of celebrated yeah. in june i mean we haven't celebrated in a while but it's like sort of like officially in june we just picked a date and so like it's hard wow. i'm not like ever mad at my dad because i'm just like he you know he did he came out of nothing he like did what he had to do in order for us to survive um and like his story is like so sad and he was very smart. He like went to the equivalent of Vietnamese West Point, which like is impossible to get into. He's a very smart guy, but he like never <coughs> did anything with his life as far as use his degree. I mean, I don't want to say he did nothing with his life. He did a lot with his life, but he didn't do like, you know, he has a master's degree. He didn't like, um, I think that's one thing well, I learned from my dad is like, he's, he was very survival. He was very like, I'm going to get a job and do whatever it takes. That's why he became a mailman in his 40s because he was like, I need a pension. And mm. he went and became that. And I, f I can feel that in myself too. I'm just like, I just need to get through the day. I just need to like make money. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, did I, you know, <coughs> do what my dad did and and just like kind of 
pick whatever job I can get my hands on and, and just do whatever I had to do in order to get through it rather than like think about what I really wanted. And, mm. you know, I, I definitely picked up some of that, I think. So, um, yeah, it, it's like a complicated situation where, you know, I, again, it's it's not like other kinds of relationships with fathers where like, I hate my father or like, I love him so much. Like, I don't really have anything. He was, he's just sort of like there. He's like, a you know, and I don't want that with my son. And I've never really like unpacked all of that before. Hmm. Okay. Well, this is, these are my thoughts. You're saying that yeah. there's not anything really there, like alluding to this, like lack of a deep, connection but what i'm hearing from how you were describing your father and how you thought that you had like you know quote unquote let him down you were like you know he was great at sports i was bad at sports yeah. and he was he's great at math and i'm bad at math and yeah. i've let him down and uh it's the number one thing that struck me when you were saying all that was then in the process of telling me about your dad you were telling me that he was basically not around for you and screaming at your mom all the time. Right. And <laughs> oh, yeah. me, just knowing you, like you are already, and I know your son's only 20 month old, but a far better, like better is a, the wrong word for it. But in my eyes, a better father, like you're already there for your son in this way where you're emotionally available. You're tapped into being a part of his life. You want to connect with him and, you know, just like how you talked about your son and like, I know that there's a way that people uh, value personality traits like, oh, being athletic for a man is what you right. need and being good at math is the best. But I'm like, what does any of that mean if you suck ass as a dad? <laughs> right. Like you could be the worst at sports not know what two plus two is. And if you're a great loving dad, that is far for me personally. I think that has way more value um, than anything else. And like, and I'm the only reason I'm saying that is I'm not trying to like, like pit you against your dad in this yeah. competition of who's sure. a better man. That's not what I'm trying to do. Right. What I'm trying to say is like, it's, it's interesting how you feel like there was this unspoken like point value point system placed on you as a human being mm. based on your dad's uh idea of what is a quote unquote uh successful man you know mm -hmm. you're you're good at sports blah 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 meanwhile he's telling you all this uh possibly without even saying it somehow right. you picked up the message that yes, you are yes. less than him cuz you're bad at sports and right. you're bad at math Meanwhile, you are um, just like objectively a qu better quote unquote man just for the fact that you have compassion and empathy and you're loving towards your child. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, what is this point value system mm -hmm. and who who made you believe that? And if it was, in fact, your dad what is he basing this on mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like you're not as good as me because you can't run as fast right okay or you didn't make enough money and and i feel like for asian uh people a lot of times you know a lot of asian people our age have parents that were like came from the fucking dirt wait i didn't have any shoes era yeah. mm -hmm. and then they made a you know they bought a man a mcmansion in florida <laughs> and then they're like why can't you do the same right, thing? Yeah, and yeah. I sent you to heart. And it's like, yeah, I guess you did that, but you did fucking beat the shit out of me and my mom. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, who's the quote unquote better man here? Yeah. You know, like, um, I, I, yeah, I guess that's like my question to you. Like, where do you think this like internalized value system that you just expressed comes from? Do you think your dad was communicating that with you? And do you think your dad believes that or do you think mm. you just believe that like I, I, he's like i yeah. i hear what you're saying i think i think my i almost want to turn it around where i don't yeah. necessarily even feel like something i learned something bad from my father i almost feel more like i wish that my <laughs> this is like some weird reverse immigration immigration immigrant thing where i'm like i wish yeah. my dad had the chance to do what i had to do 
you know? Mm. And, you know, like he didn't have the same opportunities or, or maybe he was taught a certain thing, you know, when he was growing up that, you know, obviously he survived mm-hmm. a war and had to make money and stuff like that. And so he put things aside and I, I kind of do that too, but like I have more opportunities than him. And yeah. I feel like, um, you know, he, he obviously has made a lot of mistakes and, uh, you know, he like ran up a huge gambling debt and obviously got divorced. Whoopsie. And, whoops uh-oh whoops my bad so much bitcoin no no not bitcoin just regular <laughs> old gambling <laughs> regular I mean, dad regular old dad gambling <laughs> and i feel like you know who nobody was there for him to like guide him on how to do like a better thing like i always talk about this like how vietnamese dads mm-hmm. are all like have you, you know about this how all vietnamese dads we always they're always hanging out in the cafes abandoning their family do you know about this <laughs> Do Korean no. people do Korean? Okay, so Vietnamese dads, if you no, go to... No, Korean dads uh, abandon their family by doing tax evasion and ending up in jail. That's their <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I love tax evasion. I love it. <clears throat> and then when they come home, they just slap slapping their wives in the face. It's, slapping their I'm wives in the face. That's yeah. so, that's so racist bills. against Koreans. <laughs> no, Vietnamese um, dads, our thing is... Um, <laughs> the Vietnamese dad thing is to uh, um, like still be married and, and just be an insufferable asshole until your wife leaves you for a white man and then go hang oh, out with your boys. Okay. Hang out with your boys at the coffee shop and just like essentially have a podcast with your boys. Just like hang out with your boys, nice. drinking coffee, smoking, talking about communists, wearing camouflage. And that one time that you uh, got into a firefight uh in you know vietnam or something like that or yeah and and like that's the vietnamese dad right okay so i guess like like i guess my the core of my question mike was that like who is saying like i i just feel like how you described your dad it it feels like you think that you're not good enough to like live up to him that's that's what i heard you know when you were saying tell me if i'm wrong plus and then now i'm hearing you think he deserves your life and you deserve his life that you you want to switch places with him it it feels like and i'm just wondering where that messaging came from like and it kind of sounds like there maybe like your dad was sort of communicating with you in this silent way where you picked up on it but where do you think that like idea comes from that you've quote unquote failed your dad or you haven't lived up to your dad like is that just internal like from you i don't know i i think i think some of it has to come from my mom some of it okay has to come from i I think just like the way my family is i'm talking about my extended family um i always have felt and i've only recently figured this out like i'm talking about in the last six months that I always mm-hmm. had to prove that I was worth something. Like I had to always prove that to friends, to <sighs> you're family. Gonna, you're going to hate whoever. what I'm about to say. You're going to hate this. Okay. This sounds like your relationship with your wife's parents. Maybe, maybe. And yeah, Korean maybe. people. Korean people are back again, <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> this sounds so much like what you've maybe. told me about, you know, like your wife's parents are always like thinking yeah. that you're not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and i believe you that they're telling you that i believe you i don't yeah, think you're sure, making sure. that up because no, no, i yeah. know korean people yeah yeah i, I I've, I've had I've, yeah i don't know what it is i've always had me. this thing i know we started with my dad but it's like i think it may be my mom i think it may be you know <clears throat> again my extended family it's like i've always yeah. feel, felt like i've had to prove that i'm i can i'm worthwhile um mm-hmm. i always have this like deep-seated thing this like deep seated and this must come i think from my mom deep seated thing where like the best thing you could do as a as an asian man as a vietnamese man mm. is to lay your life down for your family like that's like we're born i'm mm. like born for this i'm born to die in a war like that's like i can feel it in my mm. dna like i have i have the chromosome it's on like the it's like you know there's a dna sequence that's like die for your family that's like one of them you know i can i can feel it it's crazy and it's just like it's it's like floating around in my in my family genes and like you know we're you know obviously very come from a war torn country wow. all my mili- yeah. all my family was in the military 
I was like really interested in going into the military. And I think my mom realized like, oh shit, he, he's like serious about this and she didn't want me to go. And I didn't go. So like, uh, <clears throat> not that it would have gone anyways, but like, you know, like it's just like, I can feel it and I can, and you know, kind of stepping back from that a little bit. It's like, I'm not worth anything unless I sacrifice myself, you know? And, and maybe that's like what I saw my wow. dad do. Like he sacrificed himself in a way and I feel like I need to sacrifice myself in a certain way. I, I saying it out loud I'm like yo that's it sounds crazy but it feels so true you know like my my biggest thing hmm. I could do the best thing I could do is sacrifice myself for the good of my family and I don't know that's it there it is that's how it is that's <laughs> so fascinating that's yeah it just feels like so true I want to make a t-shirt and put it on because I'm just like this is this is true this is how I feel yeah I don't know where I, I don't know where it came from necessarily but if, I it it's like it's like you know in RoboCop you know how in RoboCop like he's like he has those three oh, prime God. directives where it's like yeah you know protect and serve uh whatever and then like you know obey the corporation like one of my prime directives is sacrifice yourself for your family it's like in it's mm. like so in there it's crazy you know what's so nuts this is all like coming back to like the beginning of this conversation where we were talking about like the world events and it's just like you know and i was like i want to just point out that we're from two cultures that have experienced something very traumatic very recently and it's interesting that's showing up in your uh you know your personality yeah you know yeah. as someone that like you know like both of us were like too young to have actually directly lived through it and like this is like what what sucks about seeing shit like this happening in 2023 because i know like in 80 years, fucking Palestinians are going to be, like, dealing with this. It's, Someone uh, born just goes in 70 years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember last year when Shinzo Abe got fucking popped? Oh, yes. And they were trying to blame Koreans for it. And I was right. like, come on, bitch. It's been 80 years since you genocide. Leave us yeah. alone. Come on. You know, in That's on you 80 now. years, some Israeli politician is going to get killed. And like, it's the Palestinians. And yeah, it's like, yeah. bitch fuck off we haven't we haven't seen you in 80 years bitch <laughs> dude it's just yeah leave we, us alone yeah we, and then there's we, gonna be some yeah palestinian that's like i just have this feeling that i have to die in a war yeah. to protect my family yes dude it's it's totally and you're and like it's just what is like, you know to, to go back even yeah. to what my son i don't want to have my son fuck. feel like that <laughs> you know he doesn't have to do that no. you know so no. I want Another that thing to die I will with me. Say, I, I will say, though, he will, yeah, he's his own person. And I, I feel like you, just you being aware is a giant step forward in that. But, yeah. But what you said, you know, I think it's really interesting what you said. Like, you got to model those things. Yeah. You got to do it in yourself. You can't tell, like, because a lot of people don't like something about themselves and they think yes. that they can tell their kid not and to they, do they it. Don't do that. But, but kids you're don't right. work like that. Yeah. You fix it in yourself. And then the kid will be and will watch you not do it. And that's the only way they will learn. The only way. It's fucked up. Mm. Fuck, man. That's going to be crazy, the, is bro. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's what I realized. God, I hate being a parent. I got to fucking work <laughs> on myself. Fuck, Fuck this shit. God damn it. <sighs> wow. Ooh, that was, uh, anyway. that was crazy. Yeah. That's some real I, shit. Thank you so much for sharing that story. You know why I think that was such a great story? because it's very unique to you obviously yeah, yeah but it's also so universal to asian men i yes, think yes and men in general you know like the whole idea of living up to your dad and you right. think your dad is so great and then yes. the, i feel like you went through the entire journey of like a boy man like your entire yes. life of like yeah. my dad is the superhero to realizing my dad kind of sucks and then <laughs> and then uh, and, and then like what what does that mean i still want to like live up to him but right. then i feel like i'm a better dad than him like it's so complicated and it's like it's it's hard to get to the bo bottom of it. I'm really glad that you brought that up because I feel like that's a topic that's never really been discussed on here. But I think that you could literally start a podcast about Asian dad dynamics. It's Mike. I it's uh I'm going I'm gonna you know check out my new podcast coming up. It's called Jesus was Korean, and it's about <laughs> Jesus Where's and his dad. My dad's too rich to be here. Je Listen, Jesus. I mean, Jesus yeah. sacrificed himself. See, you see, I learned maybe I learned it from Christianity. 
He sacrificed oh himself God. for the I'm good so of the sorry, family. I'm so sorry, but wait, is Jesus actually Vietnamese? Because that story just sounded <laughs> like your story. My dad is God. And uh, let me see but here. But then Does... you find out more about him, and he's a horrible, horrible person. Like, he, <laughs> he caused a flood that killed everybody. And there's a part of the Bible, I don't know how much of the Bible you've read, but he a killed of... a man because he uh, jizzed outside of a woman once. Oh, right. That's yeah. part of the Bible. He's, he's, Do you remember that? He, yeah, he, he, he put a seed, seed on the ground. He spilled his seed on the ground. God killed a man for jizzing outside of a woman once. Yeah. So. That's like that. that's like that's like when you were twenty five and you discovered who your dad was. It's like <laughs> Jesus, baby Jesus was like my dad's God, my and dad's then twenty five year old Jesus was like, oh my God, he oh killed a man for that. Just He's for the worst. Dude, we've all done that. He bro. has gambling debt. Oh, yeah. my God. oh my God! I thought he was good. <laughs> no, yeah, here we are. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was a, a, a crazy journey. I feel like I just did shrooms. So thanks. For Jesus me. is Korean and Vietnamese. And Vietnamese. I think it's definitely Korean. I feel I see the Korean. I see the Korean for sure. I do too. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm sure one of the boys, one of his boys was probably Vietnamese. Maybe it was Judas. I don't know. Judas was Korean too. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was Judas Korean is the too. most Korean motherfucker. He's the most Korean one. <laughs> He's the most Korean guy. I feel like the Vietnamese one was like Peter, like the nice one. That's like, everyone calm down. Okay. Do we cool. really have to fight? It's fine. We're all going to go eat pho right now. Relax. And just Relax. I got it. I'll Paul. Pay for it. Paul was a Vietnamese. <laughs> Paul Wynn. Paul man, there's a lot of yeah, Paul Wynn. Yeah. There's a lot it's of like, those guys. Uh, yeah. Um anyway, that was like su- such a great story. Thank you so much for sharing. Um where can our listeners find you on social media if they want to follow you? Uh you can find me in my ridiculous stupid bullshit um on Instagram at nice pants bro. Uh you can find me on TikTok too. It's nice pants TikTok. I don't know why you want to do that, but I don't do Twitter anymore or X or where the fuck it's called. Um but uh yeah, those are the things. You can check out my podcast Asian not Asian Pod. Uh I do stand up uh comedy or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Who cares? Uh, all over the place and come check out a show and talk to me about how uh, you've sacrificed yourself for your family and we'll bond. It'll be great. Why did, why was that so unnecessarily hard on yourself? I just, I don't know. That was the opposite of like, all the time. Just like, I just fucking hate it. (laughs) uh, If you want to look at my stupid fucking Instagram, (laughs) I guess for some stupid reason or listen to my fucking stand up. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for, yeah. Thank you for that extremely Asian <laughs> outro. That's exactly yeah. what this needed. Um, yeah. uh, thank you so much, Mike. If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at Harry Butthole Podcast. We have a Patreon at Harry Butthole, maybe podcast on Patreon. Um, and you can follow me at YM Mayor or Young Wee Mayor on TikTok. Thank you. Bye. Bye.